Good evening, viewers and listeners. I'm your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers. That's the first place to come to get your Wahoo fix every day as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. So yeah, guys, welcome to Monday. It's uh, 12-5-2002. And uh, this is my show for uh, uh, a lot of good news. Uh, you know, we're talking, uh, you know, about the Wahoos and kind of what's going on with uh, basketball teams. And that's what I'll give you guys a little bit of a report on. Uh, so so let's talk, talk about that. Um, First, I think the ladies uh, deserve some love here. Um, you know, I, I've, I've kind of talked it up, talked them up a, a little bit, and I think that I, I need to continue to talk them up because what they're doing right now is is nothing short of miraculous based off of where they last year. Um, this team won five games total. They got their fifth win. At the end of the year, the last game of the year, right now, they're currently ten and zero, uh, and 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 not slowing down. Um, one thing that I've noticed from Coach Mox is she really empowers these young ladies, uh, even though it's in her system, but she empowers these young ladies to use their entire skill set. Um, if you came in and, and you played on the box, you know, uh, you know, on the block, you had, you know, a skill set that you could shoot some. She wants you to you have that your coach empowers you to to use your entire skill set and it's cool because you know if they're allowing you to do it they must keep they must develop you know the the second and tertiary skills that you have so you know what they have going on i think is something special um did you guys know as well uh uva women's and men's basketball are the only undefeated teams for the NCAA college basketball uh, division one. So they're in the, so whoever, if you're a college team and you have a women's and a men's team, uh, division one UVA is the only, uh, has the only undefeated women's and men's teams. I think that's highly impressive. Uh, I don't know where this is going to take us. I mean, I'm I'm thinking that it's a a a you know kind of like a dream. You're riding it, and you're going to wake up. But you know, we got a wake up call a little bit. You know, the men's, but we'll talk about the men's in, in a little bit. But the women, they're continuing to roll, man. And, and one thing that I really like about it is. It's not the same person. You know, it's not, I mean, Amir McLean, who, who had a little bit of a run there uh, for like four games, um, you know, it was just pumping out 20-point games. You know, W had, 
you know, it started with Taylor Valaday in the beginning of the year. Then it came, you know, then Cameron Taylor was, uh, you know, was spinning and doing a heck of a job playing down low, still playing that gritty, tough defense down low. Then you had Sam Brunel. You know, she's putting up the points. She's being versatile, shooting from deep, going down low, playing that high post, passing the ball. Trying to get people open shots. And then, of course, I said Mir McLean came in and, you know, started playing her game, um, which is kind of a hybrid. You know, she can shoot a little bit. She can drive. She can play. uh, You know, she can play on on the rim down low a little bit. You know, but she gets a ton of rebounds, you know. And then now we got, you know, lo and behold, someone else, uh, McKenna Dale, uh, jumps in to the 20-point realm of scoring points. Uh, McKenna Dale had 22 points, uh, six rebounds, and was four of six, excuse me, four of from three-point range. Now you tell me, you know, who do you focus on? If, if, if Coach Mox is really is is really getting these girls to do all these different types of skills, who do you really focus on? And also, I've seen Katie Pauly come in, had eleven points, and Clarkson had twelve points. Three totally different people that you typically would not expect. Sure, you you expect Sam Brunel, you know, you, you would expect. Cameron Taylor, Taylor Valaday, uh, to come in, and even Mira McLean. Uh, she did have 11 points for that game as well, and nine rebounds, I will add. But, you know, and, and I think she had two blocks as well. But, you know, you, you would think that, um, you know, the, the those were the, the, the mainstays of the folks that you're thinking about that are going to be tough to deal with. But when you add in another three young ladies who, you know, who scored in double figures – and McKenna Dale, one who scored in in uh in the twenties and made four three pointers. Um, I'm, I mean, I, gosh, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. I really don't. I know that they have, uh, you know, they, they it, it, it's it. I'm 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 going fast right now because I'm I'm really looking and thinking that you know our basketball season seasons you know we're talking men's and women's is is really starting to look like something extra special but I, you know I, i've as long as i've been doing um uva sports covering uva sports i haven't had this this, this idea that you know they're 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 going to be as dominant as they have been uh, of course they beat unc wilmington 78 to 36 doubled them up I mean, what, what, and they're just blowing people out, you know. Uh, Penn State they beat them uh, 89-68. Uh, they, you know, it, it's it's a um, it's, and it sounds like it's still a work in progress when you hear Coach Mox at the at the press conference, you know. And if it's a work in progress, Lord, Lord, I I'd hate to face this team down the road, and you know. He, he, you kind of get an idea of what this team could be, but yeah, beating uh, UNC Wilmington 36-78. Um, and then of course they got William and Mary uh, on the seventh, which is Wednesday uh, coming up. And they got Morgan State 
on the 18th. Uh, remember, we have uh, exam break um, next week, uh, next weekend. So there is no games next weekend. So they're going to get some games in this week. Next weekend, or, or excuse me, this weekend, there's no games. And then they'll catch back up um, the following week. And then you jump into the conference play. Then you got Duke, uh, a ranked team on December 21st. And that's going to be the one. That's going to be the measuring stake where we really find out where the, where, you know where our ladies are. Because, you know, I see them beating William & Mary. Uh, you know, I'm not being cocky about that. I just see, you know, what Coach Mox is doing and, and, and the talent these ladies are are uh, displaying out there on the court. And I just really see them beating William & Mary. And then I see them beating Morgan State as well. You know, similar to William & Mary, I just see the talent, uh, you know, discrepancy and size. So I'm looking at William & Mary. I'm looking at Morgan State. I'm looking, I'm looking at them beating them as well to go to 12-0 and 0 before they jump into a game in, you know, in conference against Duke in December, man. This is a beautiful thing. This is a beautiful thing going on right now. And they've, uh, they've showed what they can, you know, you know, what they can do right now. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I've, you know, Katie Pauley showing out London Clarkson showing out McKenna Dale showing out, you know, where do you put your focus at? You know, if you're an opposing coach, you know, that, that, that's just really the bottom line, you know, welcome to Charlottesville, you know, and uh, a new power, you know, could this be a new power in the ACC kind of return to yesteryear, you know, like I said, uh, with Taylor Valaday running the show, you know, kind of reminds me of a point guard we used to have here uh, at one time. You know, uh, uh, hardcore leader. Um, and, you know, we'll see how this thing goes with these young ladies. But 10 and 0, next game is Wednesday. Beat you know, UNC Wilmington 36 to 78. Uh, let's keep them going. <laughs> let's keep supporting these ladies. And also just make sure you get out to the games. The tickets are inexpensive, guys. It's, it's really awesome. It's really awesome. How was the gift of Omaha Steaks received from a friend or family member? If you hadn't done it, I think you should, because it is probably one of the most memorable things that you'll that memorable things that you'll have uh, when we're talking about giving someone a gift. Omaha Steaks is America's original butcher since 1917, and a holiday gift that guaranteed to be loved. The holidays are here, achieving gift greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together a special curated package to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make the holiday make you a holiday hero. 
Go to omahasteaks.com and use the code locked on at checkout and get $30 off your order. Send an assortment of mouth-watering favorites, including and guaranteed to impress, like the legendary butcher's cut filet mignon, the air-chilled boneless chicken, and the ultra-juicy burgers, and even easy-to-prepare comfort meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away, so shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Locked On at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart, a gift numbered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com, use promo code Locked On at checkout and get an extra $30 off your order. Minimum order may be required. So, yeah, everybody, um, you know, we talked about the ladies, you know, and where and where the ladies are, you know, and I'm I'm convinced that we're, we're talking about a, uh, a special team here. And, you know, and we're talking about, you know, these ladies, you know, being a, you know, a, just a special team right now where you know do we go you know with these next uh our next sport which is the men's basketball could this team be as special i think my answer is yes um i was there this saturday watching them play uh, the florida state seminoles of course one thing about florida state which they only have won one game this year but the one thing about florida state is they always, and I mean always, give University of Virginia just issues with their size and athleticism, you know, just that length that they have of getting in front of you, playing tough defense. Also, we've never been good lately, you know, for the past at least six years, seven years, trying to break a trap. You know, if you got a good trapping team, you're going to really, really give us trouble. I mean, a lot of teams have trouble breaking good traps, but if there's a way to really get at us, it's, uh, it's definitely going, uh, you know, go go the route of, of, of using a trap against us. Um, we have, you know, two main ball handlers uh, and Kihei Clark and Reese Beekman. And they do pretty decently against the trap. But watching, you know, Isaac McNeely get ripped, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, get taken advantage of back there. The coach is probably like, wait a minute. We are not leaving him uh, back there, you know, by himself trying to break a uh, trap. And also, like, and they pressure you from 94 feet all the way to the uh, to your end of the goal. So. Um, but the, the game, you know, the game was almost, it was seemed like it was over. They had like a 10 point lead, you know, with like five, six minutes left. And then Florida state just really started to, you know, elongate the game, started to, um, started to foul, you know, the Wahoos 
and just really made the game just gr- made the game a grind. Uh, and when you do that, you know any anything can happen because guys just start shooting threes and they just start going in. One thing about playing University of Virginia, you'll find that some players just all of a sudden just become Hercule, you know, have Herculean efforts against this defense. You know, one, one thing about it is, you know, they're either going to really shut you down and crank down on your, uh, you know, crank down your offensive production, or you can have like an, uh, a superstar game and all of a sudden you become a, you know, uh, all-world shooter against them. And that's what happens, you know, every now and then. Some folks rise to the challenge and really want to score on this defense. And we had a few guys um, shooting really well uh, against uh, Virginia, you know, in these past years. And it was like, you know, time clock running out. And these guys would rise up and shoot a long-distance shot and just make a three. And and that's kind of what, you know, you deal with. But that's what you want. You want somebody shooting a shot under desperation, Um you know, at the end of the shot clock. And, you know, we, and every time we, you know, we get a, uh, you know, it was really cool. Every time we get the shot clock violation, everybody's giving the shot clock violation sign. I just think that it's a, uh, one of the coolest things that you can see. Uh, if you ever uh, were at the game live and the entire, you know, stands is, is, is given the, uh, the hand signal, the officials hand signal for shot clock violation. So, uh, but that is a, a, University of Virginia thing. They really take pride in, you know, getting shot clock violations. But, yeah, uh, Florida State, you know, it's like they had to win the game again. They were up by 10 with not much time left. They, Florida State, ground the game out, slowed it down, fouled. Um, and we got to do better at our foul shots, man. Uh, we shot horribly, absolutely horribly from deep from from three-point range and also shot horribly from the field which i hadn't seen anything like that this year yet this that this game against florida state we only beat them 62 57 it reminded me of last year where we just could not put it in the bucket now keep in mind the shots that we shot were open shots and you know we're missing. If we're missing open shots like we were last year, then then you know we're in a lot of trouble. But they 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 did well. I think they did well enough to 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 get at least uh, the win. And you know how about our next guy, Kihei Clark? You know, um, kind of a little bit of a not a forgotten man, but. Uh, a player who you know plays the rugged, tough defense, who who leads the team, has the most uh, experience, has a ring, you know, just the unquestioned general uh, of the team. He, now he's not the leader. Excuse me, he is not his team. Kihei is the leader, but it's not his team when they're on the court playing. The best player is Reese Beekman, and um, I saw a report saying that Reese Beekman is probably a low. Uh, or first round, a low first round. Um, I got a low first round grade as a draft pick. So, you know, we got to be on the lookout for that. He may wind up wanting to leave after um, this year that he's having. But uh, looking like a first round pick, you know, based off of his defense, 
and his uh, his development in shooting. You know, he, he's continuing to uh, go to the next level. And of course, you know, he's fighting uh, an ankle injury and he um, and, and he looked all right. You know, he, he looked good. But Kihei Clark wound up having 18 points, three assists uh, in the game to move, you know, the team moved to 7-0, and which, you know, 7-0, great, uh, another great record. Um, I mean, between the girls and the men's basketball, you're talking 17-0. and We've had 17 games between the boys and the, and the men, excuse me, the men and the men, and, the, and, and they're right there, man, at um, all undefeated. Ten wins for the ladies, seven for the men. And the next game is a tough revenge game coming up against JMU, and that's on Tuesday. That's tomorrow. And that's uh, a game that I know that a lot of the Wahoos uh, that are there this year, which most of them are, you know, we got the, uh, what we got here? We got five returning starters and we got three other guys who play a lot returning as well. You know, they didn't like that feeling. I don't think any of us did, but they came to Charlottesville and just, uh, excuse me, they went to JMU and they just embarrassed the University of Virginia. Nobody thought that that was going to happen. But, yeah, JMU Tuesday, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing how this team plays. But back to the Florida State game. Um, They beat Florida State 62-57. Kihei had 18-3-3. You're talking Jaden Gardner, um, also big man on the block, um, you know, with the short mid-range game, deadly mid-range game, had 10 points. And played a tough game as well. 10, 10 points, uh, seven rebounds, and two assists. I mean, two blocks. One thing about Jaden is, you know, he's playing against, you know, this Florida State team has, you know, just a lot of length, you know, against him. You know, he struggles against the traditional power forward, the 6'10s and the 6'8s and 6'9s, seven-foot guys. And uh, I, I got to give him some credit for, uh, you're seeing him develop, you know, and learning how to play against length, you know, with his size. He's thick, you know, so he has to use his strength in his body to uh, get the ball to the rim. And you can see some development in him, uh, you know, this 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 year already, you know, him playing against some bigger guys than him or taller guys, longer uh, guys than him. He looked good. Uh, uh, Reese Beekman, seven, uh, five and four, seven. Uh, points, five rebounds, four assists, and of course Reese is going to do his thing. I mean, he's playing the the all around game is what he does, and you know that lockdown defense. He's uh you know he he's playing, and of course you know he he's also like I said playing with an injury, and you know and we'll see how Reese continues to progress. Almond Franklin had nine points, two uh, rebounds, and wound up having seven points. Uh, four rebounds and an assist. At Locked On Virginia, we believe home should be where you and your family feel the safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Virginia listeners 40% off a new security system. 
but don't put this off. Here's why I love it. You get the 24-7 monitoring uh, agent and customer support staff. Uh, you also get uh, H cameras with uh, the camera feed, wide range, and uh, high-tech sensors. Um, the fitness of the technology make you feel extra supported by the team, and they support and, and they support everything that you that you have there. Simply Safe also is the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. Don't miss out on your chance to save big on your favorite security system. Get 40% on any new system at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on today. That's simplysafe.com locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Thanks for making Locked On Virginia your first listen today. For a second listen, Check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with the local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. So, yes, everybody, you know, let's be on the lookout for what, you know, this season could mean for this basketball for both of these basketball teams, men and ladies, uh, let's uh, let's support them. Let's get out there. Of course, the men's uh, game was sold out um, this Saturday, and um, it was loud. I think it can get louder. I think there were some seats that weren't filled, even though it was a sellout. But uh, let's make sure we all get there. Uh, but let's not forget that, you know, they got JMU. Okay, and then after the JMU game, they got a huge game, not this weekend, the following weekend against the number one team in the nation. And I think they'll still be number one, the Houston University Cougars. And let's, um, <laughs> you know, let's see where this takes us. You know, the, in my opinion, the way that we've played, I don't know if we're um, – I don't know if we play anything close to what we played these last two games. I don't think we can beat Houston. But like I said, Coach Bennett is the king of adjustments. And we'll see what happens with uh, this team come tomorrow when they play JMU. And we'll see what this team looks like then. And then, of course, after that, we have the Miami game. Remember, I said it was a five-team, five-leg uh, uh, game spree right here. They already got one. All right, which, uh, <clears throat> which was Michigan. Then they got number two, which is Florida State. Three JMU, Houston, and then Miami. Now I said if they can come out of this with one loss or two, you know, this is definitely a um, uh, could be a special year, and we'll see what checks you know way all this checks out, guys. Uh, quick news about. The uh, transfer portal looks like uh, Brendan Armstrong. I reported this last week with my guy Casey Vazali on Friday. Looks like uh, Brendan Armstrong 
uh, you know, is in the transfer portal. You know, how could you blame him as a transfer grad, judge, a grants, a transfer grad uh, in the portal, and and you can't you know necessarily say anything about, you know, why is he doing that? You know, we all understand why. Also, a little bit of a surprise. You have Fintro Cypress, who led the ACC in pass breakups, uh, is leaving as well uh, in the transfer portal, declaring. <clears throat> and uh, like I said, uh, don't be surprised if we have quite a few more. I'm, I'm thinking a mass exodus from this team is uh, is on the way. Uh, also, um, looks like our long snapper has left as well uh, in the transfer portal. And we'll just, you know, keep everybody up to date on it because, you know, it, it's definitely something to be worried about. We also need to worry about, you know, who's coming in. And I saw some reports of some players who may or a player that they have offered, you know, a quarterback, you know, and uh, I saw that uh, DJU is uh, in transfer portal. Now, I don't know, you know, of course, that's Clemson's was Clemson started quarterback last couple of years who has a propensity to make mistakes, but also has some talent. I don't know if Coach Elliott's going to go after him, but we'll see how this all goes, guys. But like I said, thank you, guys. You know, thank Locked On first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today for the games that matter the most to the biggest sport stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with your local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Make sure you check us out on Seven City Shop Talk Sports as well. You'll see me out there with my team, and uh, we'll keep this thing running. Uh, UVA strong, 1, 41, and 15.